Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You are listening to Foul Tips, your weekend podcast to catch you up on the week that was in the world of baseball. Let's do it. Well, here we go with another edition of Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, coming to you today from the Yankee Tavern North in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the Yankees split with the Red Sox at Fenway Park over the weekend, the Jays continuing woes in front of a very pro-Toronto crowd down in Seattle. I've got a Twitter poll result from over the weekend, and also share with you some news that I... Uh, Received on Saturday concerning the uh, WCBL that I'm quite proud of uh, to, for, for myself. Uh, no one to uh, thank and pat myself on the back for this one. But anyways, uh, as always, sit back, grab a few beers, and let's get into it. All right, foul tips brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. As always, use promo code 1420POD for 20 bucks off your first tickets at 1420POD, and you get 20 bucks off your first purchase uh, for anything that's over 50 bucks. I'm glad people are using it. Keep utilizing it. It helps support the show. Puts a couple of bucks in our in our pocket. And then uh, we can keep putting out content for you guys to enjoy and listen to on a daily basis. Uh, part of the Belly Up Sports Network. So Belly Up the Sports Bar with uh, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. And uh, have some fun with us today. Anyways, over the weekend, the New York Yankees had a split with the Boston Red Sox down in Fenway Park. Uh, two games uh, that they won handily. A game they should have won on Saturday night if it wasn't for the president of the Josh Donaldson fan club. Josh Donaldson bobbling a, uh, a ground ball, which should have been a game-ending double play. Uh, gave the, up, the Red Sox the opportunity for a, a walk-off hit. And then uh, Verdugo, that guy's a... I'm sorry. The, the rope chain, the gold this, the gold that, everything else. I think Verdugo's a nozzle. That's, I'm going to tell my opinion. It's my show. Sorry, Red Sox fan. That's, that, that's my thought process on that guy. But... It, it's just a thing. But anyways, a game that the Yankees uh, had get away from them. And then they had a game on uh, Sunday night, Sunday night baseball. I kind of wish I got to listen to the, uh, the K, the, the K rod cast with Bill, Billy Crystal was on there and Roger Clemens and the likes. So it would have been a, a nice, uh, nice touch to end, end the weekend. But uh, unfortunately here in Canada, only certain uh, things can get shown for whatever reason. Yeah. TSN three and five only had uh, the same feed of both games. But anyways, that's, We've talked about the media in Canada, how things are a bunch different anyways. But anyways, last night, uh, the turning point, I think it was the sixth inning or seventh, doesn't much matter. Uh, I think it was the sixth when Chapman went in. Uh, he's just another guy who throws 100. Sometimes he throws 99. His breaking ball was not crossing the plate. They weren't chasing after it. They were sitting on his fastball because everybody sits nine, uh, hits. Uh, everybody throws 100 miles an hour. And all like Chapman threw 105. He was a force. Now that he's only throwing 99, like I said, um, he's not the intimidating Cuban missile like he used to be. But anyways, the turning point in the game, I thought, was two fly balls, two pop-ups that DJ LeMahieu, uh, the machine he went out on. 
that he probably shouldn't have because Judge cleared, would have had the ball to right field. And I think Hicks would have gotten that ball to center field. The two pop-ups got, got, him, got him out of the inning. But anyways, didn't get him out of the inning. And the, the rest is history. The, the, the Jays uh, or the, the Red Sox beat the Yankees. Uh, and it was splitting the series two games apiece. Uh, I'm not concerned about the division. He's still got a 14-game lead, I believe. I'm not concerned about that. Uh, can there be a change? Yes. Will there be a change? Probably not. Um, stranger things have happened in this world. We did allegedly put a man on the moon. So anything can happen on a daily basis in the world of baseball. Uh, I can't see the, a 14 game at this with a half, less than half season remaining. I can't see that uh, that changing. It could. So just don't uh, don't at me or quote me or anything else saying that it's not going to because I anything can happen. Like I said, in the world of baseball. But the thing that concerns me the most about this Yankee team is the last two big series that they've had with the uh, one with the Houston Astros a couple of weeks back where they split a fortunate split. They they won the uh, the. the it was the Thursday or the Thursday and the Sunday game. They got no hit to Saturday. They were almost no hit on the, on the, the, the Sunday game. Uh, when they didn't get a hit until I think it was the eighth inning when uh, Giancarlo Stanton got a, a single or a home run and, and a home run story and got things going and then walking off that game. So they're lucky to not get a whole, no hit. There were, there were no hit for the better part of 16 innings in a row or more if you went back to Friday night game. So it wasn't a good thing. The thing that, that concerns me is the two big series that they, that they have um, they have played, they've split. Um, I'm concerned about their starting pitching huge, hugely. Sound like, or Bigley was what the old Trumper used to say, the orange menace, but uh, Bigley, geez, that guy's dumb. But anyways, I'm quite concerned with the, the starting pitching. Uh, Jameson Tyon has not been good his last four or five starts. Nestor Cortez, uh, the uh, he's been great. Got, got himself an all-star nod yesterday. His last five starts, he's been yeah, suspect at best. So that does concern me because the Yankees' strength is their bullpen. But if you don't get length out of your starters, which they were beginning of the season, and getting me in the sixth and seventh inning, um, you're going to start using these guys a lot more. And that's what happened last night, that they had to go to uh, to Chapman to try to give, give him some in innings. It was the right time to do it. I like Boone's, Boone's thought process there, whether it's Boone or whether it's the analytics guys, who knows. But I, I quite like that that move, that move was made. And that uh, they did get some innings in for Chapman because they're going to have to, they're going to need him for the Yankees to have any success to get to the postseason and in the postseason, whether he's in a closing role, which I don't think he will be, uh, but, but a, a mid, you know, a mid, a mid guy, uh, not, not a long relief, but go get, get a couple of outs. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a guy like Chapman get three outs anymore. Definitely not a four out guy, but if he can get you an out, a spot guy here and there for a matchup. Yes, you, you need to pitch to, to, to more than one one batter. I get it. But if you can get him into to like a two to three batter situation and he'll get you out of an inning, I think that's that's the way to go with Chapman moving forward. But like I said, I'm not concerned with the uh, with the, the, the division getting away with and they got a 14, 14 game lead on, on Boston still. It's just everything else that uh, kind of adds up. Um, they strike out a lot still. They're not the they're not the 98 Yankees where you knew that they would win every game. We're probably going to win the World Series. I, I do think that the Houston Astros. Um, are still this, and the and the Yankees will meet up in the World Series or in the American League Championship Series. I do believe that they are the two best teams in the American League. Um, the thing that the Astros have that the the Yankees don't is the Astros have a pretty weak division. They'll be able to 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 line up starters and everything else throughout the the, the stretch run. You get in the dog days of August, they can have probably a rest day here and there. Whereas the Yankees, even with the 14 game lead, they they still need to to match up and make sure they have home field advantage against the the uh, the Astros because the Astros 
play well at home. The Yankees play well at home. And it was shown last year in the, in the wild card game, the Yankees had to go to Fenway Park and it was a different game. They ended up losing that game. So the Yankees want to uh, continue. They have a four and a half game lead right now. That four and a half game lead is going to, to disappear, I think, because the, the, the division, the Yankees are going to start playing some teams that play them a little bit tougher. All of a sudden, the Baltimore Orioles, who won eight in a row, they're only two games out of a, uh, uh, from away from 500. Four, three and a half or four doesn't much matter out of a wild card spot. I don't, I don't expect them to be getting a wild card spot, but it's good to see the, uh, the, the Orioles in, in a spot where they could end up you know, above 500, which was everybody was thought was unheard of when the season started. People thought they were going to lose another 100, have another 100-game season loss and or lost season and everything else. Um, the one thing that uh, bearded wholesome and uh, from a guy from uh, Baltimore that I that I do follow on on the Twitter machine, he was uh, kind of he was pretty excited for his Baltimore Orioles. We got the Yankees for half a second here. That with the uh, how they changed the the outfield configuration at Camden Yards, a place I want to go to someday, that will bring in some some free agent pitching quite possibly because playing at the old uh, Camden Yards, it was the, the outfield was so short, the fence was short. It was a home run haven, especially for the American League East teams. So pitchers and, and free agent pitching would not come there. Now there's a, a different configuration there at Camden Yards. You're going to see them them signing some free agent pitchers. And if they're, they're, they're young guys who are coming up through the system now, who are playing well right now, if they can keep uh, blossoming, becoming better players, uh, Baltimore might be a team to be reckoned with and make the American League uh, East even stronger uh, than, than they are right now. There's, it's a good division. It's not the best division, but it's a very good division that's going to eat each other alive in the, in the coming month, month or so ahead. And that's why I think the Astros have a bit of an uh, advantage. Um, the American League West, is a, it's a joke. The Seattle Mariners are playing good right now. I think they won nine in a row, but they did have the Toronto Blue Jays who are struggling. We'll get that in, in a second. But I, I do believe that the uh, Astros... And the, it's going to come down in the last couple of days of the season. So every win that the Yankees can get right now, it's very important. There's a big series coming up at Yankee Stadium, I believe, in, in, in a couple of weeks. No, it's actually, it doesn't matter where it is. It's a big series coming up in a couple of weeks with the uh, Houston Astros. That's going to d- determine a lot coming uh, the playoff tr- time and, and home field advantage for the playoffs. So it's, it's very important that the, the uh, Yankees can, can win a few games here and there and, and wipe up on the teams they should. I think they got the Reds next. Uh, before the all-star break so they should be able to pull a few here the reds aren't as bad as they were when the season started the one another concern that i got with the yankees and i think i've had this concern uh since they signed the guy is cole has a garrett cole he's a hell of a he's a hell of a pitcher don't get me wrong he's a and he's i wouldn't say he's worth every penny because well well he must be worth it because someone paid him uh, but i have a concern with the way Cole can just not be that guy. He's not that shutdown guy. He's not the Juan Guzman of the, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays back in the 90s. He's not Randy Johnson. He's not Kurt Schilling. He's not, uh, go down the list, Roger Clemens. He's not that shutdown guy. He can pull a stinker. He seems to give up a lot of home runs uh, early in games that puts teams behind. Then you got to be thinking bullpen with him. I don't think he's that guy moving forward. I hope I'm wrong as the, as the season go, goes on and we do get into the playoffs. And I'm not the we, the Yankees, but the, as the Yankees get in the playoffs, that they, he can make a few uh, uh, adjustments in his game and go from there. The Yankees bullpen needs some rest. Uh, every team is going to be going through this, and it, players get pitchers get injured. Every every team has injuries to pitchers. I get it. Every team utilizes their bullpens more. I get it. I, I don't like it. I don't like the way the game's played now compared to what it was 20 years ago. Because I, I still believe that the more uh, 
the more human beings you put that little white baseball in in their hands the more time uh, chance you're gonna have to screw things up because uh, that's just that's how human beings are man we uh, we screw things up and the more opportunities you have for human being to do it they'll find a way or we will find a way is one way of putting it so anyways uh, i expect the the stretch run after the all-star all-star break to be quite exciting for that division lead and not the division lead but the home the uh, home field advantage to get in the playoffs i expect the houston astros to take that just because how bad the uh, man is it disappointing how bad the angels are hey like just going into Baltimore and getting swept. Like I said, Baltimore's playing some better baseball, but that's got to be a kick in the pills for Mike Trout and Otani because, um, geez, that team is struggling. Joe Namath struggling. Not good. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm, I'm worried about the big the big series that the Yankees don't seem to, 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 to take. You can only uh, play who's in front of them. They've done – they have a great record still. I'm not I'm not maybe smudging them, but they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're 34 and nine at home. So that's why I want them to, to uh, take home field advantage. And they're 61 and 25 overall. As a Yankee fan, I can't complain about that. They're still on pace for 119 wins, which might be a record 118 wins. So it's right there. Uh, just got to play hard and see, see, what, uh, see where the chips fall where they made. But anyways, uh, it was an exciting few games in Fenway. Like I said the other night uh, on foul tips the other day, I have been to Fenway. Hope to go, to, go there for a Yankee series someday. Um, me and Deanne, I don't think, don't know if I forgot if I brought this up to you guys. We're going to, uh, to New York to see Billy Joel for her 40th birthday uh, in August. So we're going to uh, catch a Yankees game uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays. I think I did bring that up, but I said I'll rub it into you guys who are listening to the show on, on a faithful basis, which I do thank you for, for listening to the show. But anyways, uh, 1420 Sports Podcast, Foul Tips, uh, brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Make sure you use promo code 1420POD. That's 1420POD. Uh, save yourself 20 bucks for beer money. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys in a second. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Foul tips in the 1420 Sports Bar podcast brought to you by Fans Edge and FansEdge.com. Get all your sports memorabilia, apparel, goods, whatever you need from, from Fans Edge. And you get 20% off uh, shipping here in Canada and free shipping tonight in the United States. There's all kinds of sale items on their site. They're part of Fanatics. So all, everything you possibly could need for all your fan gear needs at Fans Edge and FansEdge.com. Anyways, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, pulled a stinker off in front of a very pro Toronto crowd down in Seattle at uh, T-Mobile Park, which is always going to be safe code to me over the weekend, getting swept all four games, culminating in a, in a late inning loss. The bullpen blew another game last night uh, in, in Seattle. The Jays, they're struggling one and nine in their last 10 uh, in the season that had so many prognosticators having the, the Jays winning the world series, not only the division, but the world series, um, they probably didn't expect the, uh, the mighty, mighty Yankees to be having this, the season that they're having, but the Jays can still make the playoffs uh, with the wild card berth problem they got right now. They're actually closer to uh, the last place Baltimore Orioles than they are to second place in the division. So it's, uh, it's only by half a game, but it's actually how math works. So it is a number that I can, I can throw out there. 
But uh, it's not looking good for the Jays. Like, like I said, they had a, a players-only meeting after the game yesterday, the second one of the year. How much good those do, things do, who knows? Who like I don't know. But it's obvious that there's a, a problem inside that clubhouse. They they know that they're they're underachieving. They know that they have guys that aren't aren't playing well. You can blame it all on the uh, relief pitching. Uh, but you you also lost Ryu earlier on with with arm problems. Kikuchi hasn't been good at all. Um, you know, they just they're really really struggling. Vladdy's not been good at the plate, taking some wild hacks at, at inopportune times, swinging at pitches he normally wouldn't be swinging at, losing counts uh, early. Um, stuff, if you if you watch baseball like I do, you can see that he's really, really struggling. He had a ball go through his glove, so the baseball guards aren't, guards aren't looking well on the Jays right now. Um, they have some starting pitching problems, like I said, with Kikuchi and Ryu aren't going good. They have starting pitching right now with guys that probably shouldn't be up in the big leagues, guys that should be in the minors, guys that I don't know their names. I probably shouldn't know their names. They start, they tried that opener thing, I think it was on Thursday night, and that back, backfired big on them. It didn't go well at all. They have a lot of guys that they that, that aren't playing well. Uh, the Jays, I, I, I thought the expectations were a little bit high for them to be winning a World Series considering that they, barely, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Yes, yes, it was a... Um, a one deal, a one game deal that they, they're out by, by, by one game on the last day of the season. But I've always said you can't win the World Series in, in April, but you can sure lose it. Losing these games that they did to Seattle. Yes, Seattle's playing better. They're uh, nine in a row. I think they've got, they're playing a lot better baseball. I did pick them to have a, uh, to win the division because I'll never pick Houston to win their division because I, you know, there's still a bunch of cheating assholes. But I, I, I quite like the Seattle team when the season started. Um, this Jays team, I had bigger expectations than, than what they're, doing right now um is it montoya's fault is montoya on the hot seat i doubt it because the thing is with the with these managers that, that these uh gms get now are pretty much yes men and you go right through the league there's not many old-time managers and a lot of them are just analytics driven yes men who do and they just do what they're told yes they do have some input and there is meetings with the uh, analytics guys with the nerds as i call them uh so i don't think montoya is in in, in a in a in a heap of trouble, but you never know. Uh, Atkins might be the guy to be in the hot seat, but he's he came with the, the other guy. So it's it's fine not having the bullpen. They got guys who don't throw hard out of the bullpen where every other team in baseball has guys who throw 100, 102 now. Uh, last night they were doing it, and they had Verdugo mic'd up. Uh, and it's, I still think he's a nozzle like I brought up the last segment, but uh, he said it, baseball's not too far away from having guys who routinely throw 105. Um, it's not far away, man. It wasn't that many years ago. Only it's a lot of years ago now that when Nolan Ryan uh, pitched, but he was the only guy who threw 100 consistently. Now you got every everybody's got a couple of guys in their bullpen who touch 100, and it's just the way it is. You're going to see guys throwing 105 no time soon. So kudos to Verdugo for uh, being able to speak through his chain and his gold pads and everything else nozzle. But anyways, uh, the Jays just don't have have that guy coming out of the pen. They they're they're, they're not hitting well. Yeah. Bichette is a good player, not a great player. He he's hitting the ball a little bit better, but it, up and down the line, they, they just they, they aren't getting the job done. I I just I don't know. You they they got to make a deal because they they have a team right now that should be able to do some damage. They have guys under under uh, contract control right now with with uh, Vladdy with Bichette, but they're gonna have to pay them soon. So they're gonna have to go out and spend some money right now and make make some deals and get rid of some prospects. I said it before and I'll say it again. I won't, even, I won't take credit um, for coming up with this one. It was in the MLB uh, radio on, on Sirius XM. 
prospects are cool, but championships are cool, are cooler, sorry, and rings are cooler. So if you have prospects that you can get rid of to go out and get a guy, an arm or two, the Jays need to do it because right now they do not have the bullpen arms or the starting pitching. And like I said, they're only a couple, they're only a half a game away from being uh, basement dwellers in the national or in the American league East. And it's a, it's a very tight division all of a sudden right now with Baltimore doing so well. And the Jays, the Jays aren't going to catch the Yankees, but they do need secure wildcard spot. Because anything can happen once you get in the playoffs. If they don't make a move soon, uh, I think you're going to see major, major, major shakeup in Toronto in the offseason. It's falling away. The, this one and nine, their last 10, isn't just a, a small sample size. They've been bad for about a month and a half now. And uh, baseball can get away, with you, get away from you quick. Once again, you can't win the World Series in, 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 in uh, July, but you can sure lose it. And the Jays are trying to piss this one away. you got other teams playing better right now. Um, is Cleveland good enough? No, Cleveland's not good enough for, for a wild card spot. Chicago's probably, probably not going to be a wild card, card, card team either. But now with the emergence of Seattle and then the Red Sox playing better baseball, there, there's, not much, there's not much room for, uh, for, for wig, or wiggle room here. So you're going to have a team not make the playoffs. And it could be the Toronto Blue Jays for a team that had aspirations of a World Series ring, their first one since 93, when they had the highest payroll in baseball, I might add, because I, uh, I get a kick out of Jays fans calling the Yankees buying World Series when the only two World Series that the Jays won, they had the highest payroll in baseball at the time. So it's always a good uh, pushback for me when uh, Jays fans do bring that up. So anyways, I hope the Jays, the Jays do well. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Baseball is a lot more fun for uh, me to watch in Canada as being a Yankee fan when other people are excited about the Jays and, and they get into her. We're a hockey nation, but when, when the Jays are, when the Jays are rolling, this entire country of ours, it only has 30 million. It, uh, but we, we all get behind it. I don't, I'm still, I'm still a, a, a Yankee fan through and through, but I will cheer for the Jays when they're not playing the Yankees for, to see them succeed. Cause like I said, it's, it brings a lot more excitement to sports bars throughout the country, but and sports talk radio and everything else. It, it adds more content for, independent podcast like myself and uh, Jim at fan of the van podcast. Thank you for the shout out as always that you uh, provided us on the uh, 1420 sports podcast and your podcast fan of the van. I know you're uh, probably a little, a little uh, antsy with the Yankees and uh, their, their weekend performance and what they're, what they're going to do. You're a big Yankee fan. I said, like I said earlier on over the weekend, I'd like to meet up with you when we head to New York could be a lot of fun to actually put a, a, a face to the, uh, to the name and the voice and everything else. So anyways, yeah, Jays, Jays, I hope you guys can make some deals, get things rolling a little bit because I, I, I do think you have a good team. And like I said, it's more of a, it's more of a selfish situation for me. Why I, I'd like to see the, the, uh, the Jays do well because it adds excitement to our country with the, with the game of baseball and kids, uh, kids follow a little bit more when, when, when their team's going. So anyways, 1420 sports bar podcast and foul tips brought to you by fans edge and fansedge.com for all your sports merchandise memorabilia needs. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. 
1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 Sports, that's 1420 Sports, for a free one month premium subscription. Newsly, stop scrolling and start listening. Foul Tips Podcast, the all baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, brought to you by SeatGeek, Fans Edge, and everything else. And Bodog will get some Luke's Lock of the Week on the next time I talk to 1420 Dave. I think it's tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Dave is back from the United States. Is a vacation home down in Whitefish, Montana. So it's always fun when Dave joins us here at the uh, at the Sports Bar Podcast. We have, have a lot of laughs throughout the uh, the two years we've been doing this. Anyways, over the weekend, I uh, ran the old Twitter poll. It's an easy conversation. It's always had. Um, pretty much, I went to the 30 and over crowd. I think if you're under 29, you can still keep a baseball. But to the 30 and over crowd, if you catch a home run ball at a major league baseball game, what are you most likely to do? The uh, three choice were give it to a kid, keep it, throw it back. Uh, 58% of the vote said give it to a kid. 39% said keep it. And 2.9% of the vote uh, to throw it back. The one that I laughed uh, the most was uh, not laughed at, but a guy by the name of Brad Stuber. He's out in Hawaii now. He's a he's a Cubs fan. He replied on the Twitter machine. He's never caught a home run ball. To be honest, he, he'd uh, keep his first one, then give it to a kid uh, moving moving forward forever. Unless he was at Wrigley Park and its opponent's home run, then he's throwing it back. So he ran the gamut there a little bit. So Brad, thanks for, for the response. Fan in the van, Jim, he uh, always responds to my Twitter polls. If there's a kid who would have caught the ball, who would have caught it, and I, how does he, if there's a kid who could have caught it, I'd give it to him. No kids around, I'm keeping it, but always kids first. We all had our time to catch a home run ball. Uh, Steven, uh, Steven, two cents. If I'm with my kids, they get it. If not, I take a pitch with it and give it to a kid. Besides, everyone knows, knows to record the game you're going to. Good, good point. And you record it just in case you end up on TV. Very good point, Stephen. Two cents. Thanks for report. And then Ryan Wills, uh, he said, giving it to a kid unless it's a historical or significant home run. And then he's uh, he's probably keeping her. So everybody who responds to uh, our Twitter polls, we thank you very much. Um, I'm probably going to keep my first home run ball just because I, I'm, I'm greedy that way. Then after that, uh, any kid around me, I've gotten a ball, but I got it back. I think I've told the story before. Carlos Beltran threw a ball up in the stands at Yankee Stadium. I caught it gave it to a kid, and then the mom, she gave it back to me uh, as I was leaving the stadium. So we ran into each other, and she said that uh, that ball meant a lot more to me than it did to her her daughter. So I ended up getting the ball back in return. So a little bit of karma for that family, for sure, is coming coming your way. Uh, thank you very much, everybody who listens to the show and responds on the, the uh, Twitter machine to our polls and uh, any other goofy stuff that I come up with on here. Anyways, on uh, Saturday afternoon, I guess, uh, I got some news across the, uh, the email that I would be participating in the WCBL all-star game as an umpire. I think I'm doing first base that night, uh, to quite an honor. I'm quite proud of myself it was a goal that I set out for myself before the season started to uh, get myself in that game, whether it's a, a performance based or whether I was just w- willing to do it for, for, for whatever reason, who knows, but I, I managed to get myself, uh, as an umpire the WCBL, which is a Woodback College based a summer baseball league uh, here in Western Canada. Uh, I'm quite proud that I got to, to me 
uh, guy to work a lot of games with here in the Lethbridge area with Brandon Oberg, uh, another guy by uh, Chris Hartley and Jamie Thiessen, I think is the other guy that's going to, be, going to be joining us on the field. But it's in Okotoks, uh, Alberta on the 24th, I believe, or 23rd, sorry, on a, a Saturday. So if you can tune in on, uh, I think it's home team live, you can might see me umpire a game. I'm glad they didn't come to the game on, on Saturday night. Uh, before they did the evaluations to see who was, who was getting in that all-star game. Cause I had one of the, uh, the worst games I've had in my illustrious umpiring career. It wasn't a very good one. I wasn't very good. Uh, there was another rejection. I'm not too proud of I got that pitch right in the second inning. Uh, but, uh, the kid, he didn't like my call. I, I watched it over and over and I, I know I got that one right. So I'm, uh, I'm not too upset with throwing a kid out. He got a little bit, uh, jarry with me, I guess is one way of putting it, but I, uh, definitely got that call right in there. I did. The rest of the game, I wasn't uh, one of, wasn't one of my better performances, but I struggled through her. We made her. So, anyways, thank you very much to uh, the WCBL, and thank you very much to the umpire assigners throughout the uh, in the league that are, are getting me into that game. Everybody else who's uh, who's watched me play, and for people who got me back in the game a couple of years ago, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, on other news, I got a uh, article coming up in Lethbridge News now. It's a long-awaited. Something's finally going to happen. Just waiting for a picture to get some copyright laws done. So it'll be up on Lethbridge News now. I'll put it up on the uh, the Twitter machine on my uh, my own at Brent Redlinski and at fourteen twenty Sports. We'll get it up on there as well. So it's a it's a baseball article to a, a, a friend of mine that we lost uh, due to COVID last year. Uh, it's a it's an ode to him, I guess. Everything that went on in the the world of baseball from about nineteen ninety seven to when he got me back in the game in 2019. So it's a nice little story. And thank you to Leopards News Now for getting me on there. Once again, thank everybody who listens, retweets, uh, supports the show, uses our promo codes, everything else that helps us put the content out there. We got uh, a lot of good stuff coming up in the very near future. Like I said, we got Dave coming on the show tomorrow, uh, joining me back on a, a, a Tuesday night, which will be fun. Uh, maybe Thursday again, depending on baseball, Friday, Saturday. We'll, we'll get shows out whenever time time commits with, with baseball and Dave's busy schedule as well. But anyways, that's another edition of Foul Tips uh, on part of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. And remember, everybody, smart people bunch. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 